Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 117 of the Sky and Pancake Podcast. I'm Jason Ackerman. And I'm Yvonne Ackerman. We were supposed to have a guest, but he didn't show up. It's okay. We still love him. We won't say who it is. But we're here, just the two of us. Just. And that's always the fun times. Two of us. So we just got back from Barry's boot camp, and Jason. He's a solo worker outer and beyond that he really just runs and plays basketball. I've never seen you do like an organized workout class. Now you say you have done one before. Yes, I have. But I have not in the at the Y. In the time that My we've been together. My dad likes to work out at the Y, so I used to go with him. But not since you've we've been together. No. So last night um, I was responding to an email from our good friend Callie who hooked Shout us out. up uh, with the class. Um and she was like, you know, do you and Jason want to go? And I figured Jason didn't want to go, but I was just being polite. So I was like, do you want to go with me? Well, you made some threats. No, I didn't. I literally said, do you want to go with me? Uh, you said some other things, but yeah, go on. And you just said yes. No, that was what was so amazing about it. I didn't care. I go work out by myself all the time. But you said yes. I enjoyed it. And it was very millennial. Yeah, it's really fancy. So it's uh, you go in and the guy touched me. Did he? Oh, I saw that because you I were doing have, it wrong. Yeah. That's usually I don't think me. I did anything right. Oh, you were struggling, but you did it all. I mean, you finished. You were, yeah. you were strong. I feel good now. They have like good. fancy clothes and they have the coolest part is they have this juice bar where you can put in an order for your, it's a smoothie bar, but you can put in your order for your smoothie before your workout. Yeah, and it's then ready just, when you come out. It's ready when you come out and you can run out the door. My other favorite part was they give you this lavender scented cool towels I did like that, yeah. when you come out and like on a tray, which is super fancy. Um, I also like that the treadmills were road treadmills. I've never been on one of those. Okay, um, here's my thing about yeah. why I think it's good for people to go to these type of workout classes. You feel peer pressure to like do it because there's all these other people in the room that are way in better shape. Like there were some women in this class that like it's lit. always like that at classes like that. And the women are so strong. Yeah, strong like bull, like running two times as fast as me, stronger than me, like perfect form. Well, so that's you, why so I... So you feel yeah. like you need to like... You can't quit. You can't quit. Because everyone... I, I like mean, that. you could, but it would be embarrassing as shit, which is why, yeah, I, that's why I like a class too, because once you're in there, like, you know, that's it. You're in there for an hour and you're doing it yeah. and you're not going to... I was a little worried I was going to fall off the treadmill. Um, I've never felt like that before. I think it's just because they have treadmill these, was fast. It was, it was, it was no joke extra treadmill. fast. Um, I think it's harder than Orange Theory, which I don't like Orange Theory, so um, I'm stuck in a contract with them for another <laughs> month. But um, I liked it more than Orange Theory. I think it's like equally as hard. You know as what's nice <coughs> about Berries? You, it's a month to month membership. There's no six yeah, month contract situation. Yeah, contracts are bullshit at gyms because you know what? People change their minds. Um, I think it's like burn level hard, but there are treadmills, which I like. I like the running aspect. I like switching back and forth. And I also like how they chunk it up. Yeah. It's like 12 minutes, eight minutes, five minutes, and you go back and forth between the treadmill and the weight floor. So anyway, what really surprised me is that Jason said he wanted to go back. Yeah. And maybe might be do a Sunday it every thing. Sunday. Because you know what? I, li I, I like the idea of going up there in the morning, mm -hmm. do a little workout. Yeah. And then you do a little... Eating. Eating, yeah. which I like. We'll already be in Charlotte. Already be in Charlotte, yeah. do a little eating. Hey, I'm with you on that. Sounds good to me. I'd love to tell you all that we showered before coming to this podcast nope. after <laughs> Berries. Um, good thing they can't smell us. Are you going to cough this entire Probably, podcast? Probably, yeah. I've been coughing for three I really weeks. wish you'd go to a doctor. I don't want to say your cough is... 
The only doctor I believe in is Dr. Pepper. Yeah, well, you could at least try that. Um, Yeah, so we're sweaty and disgusting. So whoever has to put these uh, headphones on after us at Huga, God bless. Yeah, so... Let's talk about Thanksgiving for a second. Oh. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Okay. We've been had a whirlwind, whirlwind few weeks. Yeah, so we we went to Mexico for a week. That's going to be most of the pod. Oh, yeah, you did. I was in Utah for three days. We came back for... I came back for a night. Jason and I left for Mexico for five days? Six days. Six days. And then we came back for a night. And then we went to Hilton Head for family Thanksgiving. And we got back yesterday afternoon. So, yeah, Thanksgiving uh, in Hilton Head was... Uh, Here's what I'd like to say about whew, Thanksgiving. Family Thanksgiving. First of all, I have an aunt who... Um, she could listen. I'd be careful. <laughs> she say. 100% doesn't listen. If she does, she needs to hear this. So, it's fine. Okay. The first thing she said, she went to some three Michelin star restaurant in Lyon, France. And she's like, have you ever heard of this place? And I'm like, no. It's not on any of the top 50 lists. Believe it or not, I don't know every three Michelin star restaurant in the world. That's going to... Comes as a surprise to me, honestly. Comes to a surprise. And she's like, well, then you're definitely not a food blogger. And that's what she said. That's what she said. And then I was... And then she's like, it can't be a good restaurant unless it has white tablecloth she's like if i'm gonna spend money i want to be at a white tablecloth and this is why people hate foodies well and she said so to we're, me, we, we have disowned her she said that the person who's you know the chef and owner of this restaurant is the father of french cooking which is false. and i said he's a scoffier and she said who and i said oh we don't know what we're talking about get the fuck yeah. out like she also said that she's redoing her kitchen in million dollar chunks so that just kind of tells you what yeah, we're working that's with That's all here. you need to know. That's why people hate Anyone who would say people that who go to these loud. restaurants because the top, the top. Put your uke down. The top 10. I don't know why I have it. Finger. I don't know why I have it. You picked it, it up and you started storming. It's because you're fault. anxious about your family. Don't but worry. We all But all I have to say are. is the trend in fine dining is to go against white tablecloths to be more open to allow people. Like the whole idea of the food movement is it's not elite. It does cost a lot of money to go to these places, but most of these places have discounted that you can go for a couple courses or they'll have pop-ups in places where you can experience them the whole idea is to bring the food to the people and let them experience good food and that's what we're seeing like it starts at the super high-end restaurants and kind of funnels down Um, well that's what when she said she said i you know if i'm going to spend two thousand dollars on a meal i want it to be white tablecloth like you know we've never spent two thousand dollars on any meal yeah but she's because she goes and she buys a thousand dollar bottle of wine yeah exactly so you can't really call that a two thousand dollar meal if you and you can you could easily do that at all the restaurants we've been to if you wanted to you could spend way more than that i mean they've got thousand dollar bottles of wine but i mean we're not not for us (laughs) we're not into the i mean i'm shouldn't speak for you i mean i would never i'm a food i don't really know if i i don't know i'd have to have like beyonce level money before i would buy a thousand dollar bottle of wine that's coming from someone who just spent $500 on a bunch of clothes I don't need online. <laughs> That's not my priority. We're three weeks away from Beyonce level money. Yeah. Thank God. Um, <laughs> but so, to me, like I'd rather buy clothes, but so it just got me thinking, like, oh, Laura, it, not so much my aunts, just people don't understand the food trend. It's not like it was 30 years ago when it was all a good restaurant was just white tablecloth. It's way more than that now. And I think we need to open our minds to that. The, the point is that the th- the family Thanksgiving was stressful. And yeah. I, I'm sure that a lot of people have that experience. And if you don't, can we come be a part of your family instead? <laughs> I think everyone has it. Um, 
Here's my other hot take about Thanksgiving. I don't like the Thanksgiving meal. Yeah, well, I I disagree. You don't like turkey. I, I, that's why I said I. Yeah. I didn't say he. So he didn't eat it. I don't like on the leftovers. First of all, you don't eat leftovers. So the fact that it was Thanksgiving like leftovers, leftovers, he ate a cheese roll and a tiny sliver of pie, okay. and that's all he had Here's for dinner. Here's what I like. He about just skipped dinner rather than I eat like, turkey. I liked a little bit of dark meat turkey, little. I liked the stuffing. Stuffing was good this year. And that's it. I love everything about the Thanksgiving meal. You don't like mashed potatoes? No. I know you don't like cranberry sauce. That's French personally my favorite potatoes. part. I love mashed potatoes. I did not used to like stuffing as a child. Last few years, I've really yeah. come around to stuffing. Uh, I like a good stuffing. And they put theirs in the bird, which you're not really supposed to do because it can fuck up how the bird cooks. But um, the bird my was uncle, delicious. Shout out to my uncle Ricky. He does cook a good bird. It was perfect. It was they were perfect. So and it did really did have more flavor. And we had I did like pies. I liked a I liked a pumpkin pie. I liked a pecan pie. We had crack pie, which is stolen from milk bar. It wasn't a milk bar crack pie. It yeah. was a that's a copyright infringement. Yeah, but it was very good. Well. Yeah, I like the food. It's just, it's tense. But I know, I wish we would have had the Thanksgiving before the Mexico vacation. So I could yeah. really go relax now. I came home and took a deep slumber, a deep, deep stress-relieving slumber yesterday. Deep slumber. But let's talk about Mexico. I, we have, I have another shout-out I need to make. Okay. Shout-out to Telephone Smoothie. Yeah. Who, they went and did every single one of our, they went to every one of our top 25 restaurants in Charlotte. Amazing. Like, they're the best. Thank God for I'm glad someone's reading our stuff. It's very nice. I know. They might be the only readers and, of the blog. And it's, I'm glad they went it to them all. And it was cool to see like their posts. and. Yeah, they finished last night with Beef and Bottle. And they, they said, like they you know, we weren't super impressed. And that's how we felt the last time we went, too. Yeah. We went for your birthday. And it was like, hmm, I don't know. I'd like to go try it again and see. It's hit or miss there. It we depends on the service, waitress. Um, last I time. think for the value... It, I mean, you pay $35 for a filet and a mm-hmm. salad. So, I mean, it's good value. It's a cool atmosphere, but it's not the best steak in town. They gave me a hankering, though, for that steak. See, <laughs> the thing I like about their steak is, like, the meat itself is good. It's fine. Um, you know, what we had, the Porter's House was better for sure. But I love that horseradish top. Like, I don't know anyone else in town who does that kind of crust. Like, it's like three inches thick of just pure horseradish that's charred. Oh, I want that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Please don't make that noise again. Oh, I'll stop. Babe. I'm going to leave. And I'm not joking. <laughs> I can do the pod by myself. It's cool. I don't care. Um, two shits. We're, it's our anniversary on Tuesday, and we're trying to figure out where to go. Yeah, if you have any suggestions, DM us. We haven't. So I'm working on the top 25 list for this year because mm-hmm. it's going to come out in the next couple weeks. And we haven't been to Barrington's yet. Haven't been to Sensei. 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 I don't think it's Sensei. It's not Japanese. It's Sensei. 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 So those are kind of, we might go to one of those two. But I think Porter's House has the best steak. Haven't been to Dressers either, which is part of their group, but. You know, it was a really I good think steak. And if Rob would make us some of those pickled, like those, those homemade banana peppers, they are for it. All right. Let's talk about Mexico. So we started our trip in Puerto Vallarta, which is... I think is started to... What were, what, what were your preconceived notions about Mr. Like, what did you think in your head it was going to be See, like? See, I, I didn't have any. Like, I thought... I, I knew I was going to love it. You just knew you were going to love it. Yeah. Like, I didn't... Like, I don't care, like, what my dad says or what people say. Like, I didn't believe that. 
So like, we I got a lot of sl- a lot of. Uh, Did you have those negativities from other people? Did you think it was going to be bad just because they said that? No, I thought it was going to be. I knew it was going to be beautiful. And I'm, I thought it was going to be a little dirtier. I thought it was going to be more like when we went to Peru or when I've been to Colombia. Like, you know, see, to me, Mexico City was like Peru. It was equally dirty. Puerto Vallarta was not bur- dirty, yeah. but it's not dirty in a bad way. Like it's dirty. Like New York City is dirty. Yeah, but I thought actually any big city is dirty. I thought Mexico City. I mean, it had those parts, but I thought a lot of Mexico City was very like I love the narrow streets. It was more European than I was thinking it was going to be like. Um, I thought it would feel a little more dangerous, and it did not feel dangerous at all. I thought it was like going to Europe, pretty much. I mean, and we were in Puerto Vallarta, which is a super touristy beach town. I actually thought it would I don't, be. I wouldn't say it was super touristy. I would say it, it was definitely. I think it's kind of the equivalent of going to like, like St. Petersburg area, like not super touristy, like kind of a destination. Yeah, it's not like Myrtle Beach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like a classy. I think it was like that's what I would compare it to. I thought it was it was really easy, like because everything goes. There's like this long walkway along the beach, so it's like all the shops and the restaurants, and you could you know go for a dip in the water. And I went on runs like along the water. Like it was very like very safe, easy to navigate. Like felt safe. There were lots of fun bars. There was a fun casino. Good food. Played a little poker. Um, really good food. They had a little market with with all kinds of like you know trinkets, and you could get like fresh coconut and coconut meat and coconut water and yeah you know it, it was it was like it was really fun so we were there to stay um in a place called casa tabashin which is a rental so if you're going to puerto vallarta you can rent it out this was our first influencer Travel. vacation where we got the place for free yes it was did yeah. you feel like a baller I shot did. collar i did it was a big uh that was why i think thanksgiving was so hard for me because i felt like i was treated how i was supposed to be treated in puerto vallarta like a princess. Well, we did have, and so then I go hang out with your family and your family favors your brother. And we're like the bitch redheaded stepchildren. And so that was a hard come down to go from, okay, lady, you want margarita to, <laughs> okay, we're leaving without you. Bye. <laughs> That's how so Thanksgiving Casa, with your family went. They just left without Casa, us yesterday uh, morning. Wow. Therapy session started. Right. Um, Casa Tabashin. So it can't. So it comes with. What's nice about it compared to like when you go to St. John, is the house came with a chef, full time chef, and three full time. Explain why you're comparing it to St. John. No one's gonna know that. Well, like a high end luxury island in the Caribbean, mm-hmm. you don't get that. Maybe you do in like the Dominican. I don't know, but like it felt like a high end place, but it's a lot cheaper. Yeah, I've never. I mean, I didn't even. That's how like fancy this is. I don't even know people had that unless you were like rich and rich and famous. But you could go here and get this beautiful house for like not that much, and also have full time staff. So you get like they'll do your laundry. So for four bedrooms, they cook for you. It was nine hundred fifty dollars a night. I looked mm-hmm. it up. So that's two hundred fifty dollars a couple, mm-hmm. which is like you can't stay in New York for two hundred fifty dollars a night. And it comes with it's two meals a day, and also at alcohol. At least two meals a day and snacks. So like, and the snacks were pretty much like you said, like like when you're saying at least, like you could you'd feel you'd feel full all day. Yeah, you he want, was giving you a you huge breakfast. You want them breakfast, to make you guacamole? Snack. He'll whip you up guacamole. He, you want like, some ceviche? Yeah. You get some ceviche. You want some quesadillas? 
boom, I'll make you some And breakfast was like a full entree, fruit, bread, preserves. Huevos rancheros. Um, And then the dinner was amazing too. Like it was a salad course, main and dessert. And it was always amazing. One night we had family style, but yeah, we had um, Mm -hmm. mahi mahi the first night, which was the best I've ever had. Um, It was awesome. It was, it was. We had Chili's Rilenos one night. And I I didn't really know, like that was the one thing I did kind of have a preconceived notion about. I wasn't sure that the food by the chef would be super good. Cause I'm just like, I didn't know like it would be like cruise ship style stuff. But I mean, the chef was so legit, Luis. I mean, he was great. And the margaritas they made, they didn't use a mix. It was just yeah. So lime, everything sugar, triple second. And, and that's tequila. what's so cool about so good. everything we had in Mexico. It was all from scratch. Like you saw them making the tortillas by yes. hand and like grounding up the corn to make the. And the so w- like, so everything was like, so like yeah, limes. fresh and good. Like we ate, oh my God, like all those avocados. There's just avocados yeah. everywhere. And the fruit, like papaya. And like I said, like the coconut meat, like just stuff. Yeah. It didn't even taste the same. Like no. the kiwis there, like I don't think I've ever that's had a, a kiwi cool, like, like that. That was the same way in Peru, but the, it's just yeah. everything's so fresh and we don't tropical get fruit like that. and you get all these cool. It made me feel like it was interesting. Like I didn't even want a snack. Like everything was very satisfying because like it was just like rich whole foods <coughs> and you don't want anything else. Like I was, you know, normally like when I'm eating here, it's like, you know, I need a little something to hold me over. But like when you're eating like that, you don't even need it. Yeah. So it was really incredible and we highly recommend going to casa tabashin also so it came with a concierge which basically you wanted massages yeah. to come they would come they would organize and they massages did. yeah we yeah. we're like we want to go ziplining one day she organized the zip we didn't have to do anything yeah like was, in like your ride we to had and a, from the airport and and another thing so they they were going to provide us one experience for free and we're like we should do the mezcal tasting because we are food bloggers so Explain the difference between the mezcal that we get in Charlotte area compared to the mezcal there. Yeah, I mean, it's like the flavors are like kicked up a million times. And mezcal that we get here even is like super intensely smoky and um, complex. But I mean, like, you know, Vita mezcal is pretty much like the one you can get here. If, you know, you're at like a mainstream bar and even that might be hard to find. Like this just the stuff that we tried was just next level like the one that we brought home they like while the mezcal is um fermenting they put like apples in there and like raw chicken breasts so like on top on top yeah they're not in it just to like infuse it with these flavors it's called pechuga yeah pechuga which is the name of chicken breast yeah we figured out but um yeah just really delicious and like a lot of people like it's like moonshine there like they make mezcal just in their house yeah. or their grandma has a recipe. So so tequila has to be made with blue agave. Straight up. There's like a hundred plus different types of agave plants. And mezcal's made with basically any other of the types of blue agave plants. And it's all made all over Mexico. Um what's the but the different regions what's have the different area flavors. down Oaxaca? Yeah, Oaxaca seemed like was kinda like where the best mezcals were coming from. But it, w- it was cool, like, just tasting f- from the different regions, and you could taste. We had one that almost tasted like a gin. It was yeah, so botanical. Or, yeah. Um, so just... Oh, and we had it with... Um, with uh, We got to try an- insects for the first time. So they made salts with um, dried ants and dried crickets, and then they had some whole dried crickets for us to try. 
and they were great. So they served the tequila and mezcal with an orange instead of a lime because the lime is too citrusy. It takes away all the flavor of the mezcal where the orange enhances it. So you take the orange and then you take it with one of these flavored salts and you either had it with the grasshopper or the ants. And they had one with hibiscus. Yeah, it was, re- and it was really cool. But um, so the whole point is that, like, you know, they don't want you to be like shooting tequila. Like tequila is known as like something that just gets you drunk. A lot of people have a bad experience with tequila in college. Like I already know this because if you know me, that's like I do sip tequila and mezcal. But I think this is a great thing because no one ever understands that. And like, yeah. so this was like. I think it was amazing because that's like that's why I like it because it is an upper. It's a very clean alcohol. Um, it doesn't have anything added to it, and it's just like you don't feel sick if you're drinking good tequila and good mezcal. No, I mean I had. We never had a hangover. I had ten shots one night with my friends, and I did not feel hungover the next day. And if I would have had ten Same. shots with anything else, I would have been. We would have been throwing vomiting. up on it. Yeah, on. for sure. She loves that. Essentially, yeah. I ask you to do it. Yeah. But yeah. but the yeah it was cool to eat the crickets. What did you think of the crickets? The whole ones, not the ones. Oh, I love those. So I'm first time I've ever had a bud yeah. like that. I think we had it at Noma where they like shredded it and stuff. Yeah, not I've never had like a whole one where you can see its little legs uh, and its antenna. Um, <laughs> and then we went to a market later in Metro City where they had like scorpions, and I'm I'm not ready for that. Yeah, they had like grub worms and scorpions, and like some of them were dipped in chocolate, but. I mean, a scorpion, man, that's big. So big. That's like that's almost six inches long. Like, I don't know if I could be down for yeah. that. I don't care how much chocolate's <laughs> on it. The cricket is a good gateway. Yeah, it was super snackable. Like, it is like... It's like it tasted great. Cheap, sustainable, high in protein. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a good snack. Especially if, like, these were just with salt, but if it had, like, some chili powder, too, I think, or, like, you were, like you can do just salt and vinegar crickets, I'd be down for that. Yeah. So we so, had a great time. So another thing... So they have a big street eating culture, I would say. Like you go, especially in Mexico City, like for lunch, you just go outside. There's all these street carts making tacos, quesadillas, gorditas. And it was cool. Even in the morning they had it, like people were grabbing like sandwiches and stuff before work, like right in front of the subway. It was really good. And then like those ones would shut down and then different ones would open up for lunch. And and so you would kind of just walk around and then you'd, and see what you want and then they make you a, a taco right there and by make you i mean they're taking the the corn the masa and they're literally pressing it into a tortilla right in front of you putting it on this open um grill type thing and making you the taco right there it's incredible so everything's like straight from the earth to your mouth like so good. These the markets thing, in Mexico City were like nothing I've ever they're seen. They're insane. Like the chickens were so fresh. Like they just had like you know the chicken we get is like, you know, beige or like light pink. Like these were so fresh that they like the skin was yellow, um, and like people are like there's like mounds of like you know like tamarind and like exotic fruits and vegetables and like they were making like yeah like the blue corn tortillas with like mounds of this masa like just looking crazy yeah so we went so we went to the main market in um mexico city which is has to be one of the largest ones in the world i mean it is humongous and we're just walking around and we were about to go to is it quintanil 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 i don't know how to say it i don't know either it's i'm sure chris coleman or somebody else will know yeah 
Someone someone will school us on how to say yeah. it, um, which is the number twenty three restaurant it, in the but world. But it was with like a, such a strong accent. We were like, I don't know, I don't know how you said that. <laughs> and so we knew we shouldn't have eaten, but we're walking through this market, and I just see the bluest of blue corn I've ever seen in my entire life, and I'm just. And there's like 20 people around this old lady who's making tacos right there. And I was like, okay, we have to get one. Like, I don't, I don't care if this is going to kill me later, which it did. I felt terrible later. Um, so we stopped there. And the people in Metro too, are the nicest people. Like, people were so helpful. Like, this lady didn't speak English. There was some guy who was just like giving us samples. And he's like, if you need any help, let me know. Yeah, so, and then this guy who was just eating tacos like offered us a bite of his taco, and like I didn't take it, which I'm sure was very rude. But Jason, I didn't, I, I didn't even it. feel like my hands were clean. Like I just didn't want to like touch his plate. But Jason took it. But like everyone was like, it was like that the whole time in Mexico. Like, you know, people were never frustrated by us being dumb tourists or like not knowing anything. Like everyone was like went out of their way to make us feel welcome and yeah, like the nicest place I think I've ever been. And so these tacos, so so they, they they had this Oaxaca cheese, and then they had squash blossoms, squash blossoms, and then which salt, was, which was a big, and that's it. I mean, you could get meat, so that's the one that we and had. Salsa, they put salsa in it. Yeah, so we just had the tortilla, the cheese, the squash blossom, salt, salsa, and just like that. I mean, that's like so honestly, good. like you could eat that for every meal for the rest of your and life. It was, and it was um, seventy five cents. Everything was so cheap. That's something that I actually didn't like. I knew it would be cheaper than like, obviously like us going to Copenhagen. Like I knew it was cheaper, but like how cheap it was, was shocking. Like the subway was 25 cents. Yeah. The subway was 25 cents. Great subway. Way better than New York. Like, yeah, very clean, like so easy to use and figure out. And like, I mean, but everything like you could, like I keep telling Jason, like if times get tough, we need to like save up a little bit more money and just go down to Mexico and live. Cause (laughs) like your money goes so much further. So the other thing that we had, so I researched like street stuff we should get. And they there's a <coughs> area of town that has chilaquiles, torta. So a torta is basically a sandwich. So it's the sandwich, um, black bean paste. I think it was. It was like a veal, a breaded veal cutlet. Yeah. A breaded veal cutlet. The chilaquiles, you could either get it green or red. Cheese, some queso sour fresco, cream, sour cream, and salsa. And salsa. It was amazing. It was so good. I had it without the breaded veal, but I had it with shredded chicken. Yeah. And I had the red chilaquiles. You had a mix, I had right? The, no, I got the verde. You, had, you just had the green. I'm a verde man. It was like Jason got it, and I, I didn't really want it. Like that didn't sound that good to me. But I saw his, and I was like, mm, yeah, I'm gonna need that. And it was I one of the best street bites that we had or even like beyond that, like one of the best bites of the whole trip. Yeah. Cause I didn't finish it. I had just had, and I think it was a dollar. Myself. I think it was a dollar or a dollar 25. Like it was, and it was big. It was a big boy. Cause that was the same day we had the taco and the two yeah. tastings. So that was our breakfast. <laughs> oh, cause, we ate cause, so much. So for chili, what I thought was interesting was the, so that thing was only open till noon. So it's a breakfast thing. You yeah. eat the chilaquiles, which is basically tortillas that are, soaked in um salsa. salsa overnight and they're this like the actual they weren't hard Mm-mm. chips they were soft so it kind of you basically take tortilla chips and they soften overnight in the salsa yeah in the salsa and it was 
fantastic. And lots of great Mexican bakeries. Like, you know, you can get the conchas and like all kinds of fun stuff. And it was awesome. It was so great. I, I loved everything about it. We did like, so we ate everything. Like, so when you went to these little stands, like the one in Puerto Vallarta in particular stands out, like they had like these like tubs of salsa out where you could just like, and I was like, this looks like something that's probably going to come to bite me in the ass later, literally. But we just like, we just ate everything. Like you ate agua fresca out of, you had it out of big So that was tubs. another thing that they had. So you would, so they had these stalls that would have 10 huge vats of agua fresca, which are basically juices of different fruits. And that stuff never looked like super clean, but it looked really good. <laughs> I had it a couple times and it was felt, great. felt great. Yeah. You feel fine. I have, um. I've had some a little bit as of as soon as we came back situation. I've got yeah like it didn't and I'm, I'm I feel lucky because it didn't happen while we were there I think I got sick though because we did this um really extreme zip lining like super extreme like you were like upside down on the zip line and like free jumping and like superman zip lining like all kinds of crazy shit but the last part of it was a water slide which we all thought was the scariest part of yeah. all of it because the water slide went so fast and with all these corners you had to wear we were, a helmet for the water slide helmet. that's all you need and to i know. felt like i needed like two helmets like we all thought we were going to get concussions <laughs> like it was scary as hell and so we're going down this water slide and i'm so trying to like because he kept he, like they were serious they were like keep your neck tense then they were like no 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 keep your neck tense and i'm like i'm gonna break my neck i'm gonna die so i wasn't paying attention to like covering my nose or like closing my mouth so i come down this water slide and i take a giant gulp of not just mexican water but you know literally probably the dirtiest water in mexico from a an ancient water slide that it, people's bodies have i wouldn't been say in. it was ancient it's probably like six years old oh but my yeah. god it looked rickety as hell but um yeah i think that might have been what got me because honestly like that's on me but that's on you bro my stomach's i'm i'm not i'm not like 100 percent, but it's all worth it everything we ate was good enough that i'd go back and do it again no regrets okay what was your favorite thing you ate not before we ditched to quintonil and puyol for me it was the torta for sure oh the chile torta. yeah that i almost didn't get okay i think the favorite thing i had so tacos al pastor started there and what's cool is it's really a Middle Eastern kind of dish. So they have these spitting, you know, the spits with the pork. And that's really a Lebanese, you know, Turkish thing that was brought to Mexico. And then El Pastor just means it basically has a pineapple in it. So it's these spits with the pineapple and then they make tacos out of it. And we went to this one place, which apparently it originated with. I can't. It's El... El Jaquito. El Jaquito. And they stacked up. They made the biggest taco, and it was so delicious. It's the one we posted on our Instagram feed um, on Saturday, if you saw that. But it's like a giant taco with like a ton of cheese. Yeah. And they Guacamole. gave you like six tortillas. And then they gave you this little like salsa bar that they brought to the table. Yeah. Um, well, that was the other thing, too. All these little stands, they just had a huge salsa bar. And you just, you know, you made your, they had, uh, cilantro onions limes and then all these different salsas and you just they gave you the taco and you just loaded it up how you wanted to and then we had the fried cheese there oh baby they like baked this cheese on like a like a some kind of like almost must have been like a rolling pin because it came out just like draped in that like cylinder shape um and it was like you know that chewy Mm. like how cheese gets when you bake it like that like so like salty and good 
That was amazing. So that was your favorite? Yeah, I think that was my favorite of the streets, of the street meets. That was like a sit-down restaurant. But Yeah, still. but it was kind of. I mean, it was. Yeah, you did order it. Yeah, that was really... So what was interesting is we really only went to two restaurants there. Like, we everything else we had street food. And, I mean, that technically was a restaurant, but it was very casual. It was fast casual. It was like a Yafo. Yeah. I would say I would recommend going with a five-star hotel in Mexico, not a four-star. Because their four stars are like our two stars. <laughs> I Okay, so we've had this... I think the thing is you need to see how old the hotel is because the hotel we ended up going to, it was, it was like, like 50 years, years old. old. No, it was longer than that because I died had been working there for 40 That's how long ha- I thought years. Jesus had been there. So, 30, okay. So I think, you know, you need to, if you're really particular about cleanliness of a hotel, you really go need to... Go for a newer one. Yeah, go for a newer one. I think that's more important. And there are some cool boutique, boutique hotels I was looking at in Mexico City. They were just all taken for the... Yeah. time i wanted gotta be careful i mean i think we were talking about japan but i think it'll be a little easier i think they're very clean people yeah, there compared to people. pretty much anywhere else in the world shout out to winnie who's there right now i've been starring literally everywhere she goes looks like she's having an awesome trip um yeah let's so, talk about our two big meals that we yeah, had so after the torta and the taco so the reason the we went to blossom. mexico city was they have two of the top 25 restaurants in the world they have puyol which if you've seen chef's table um is it Enrique Rivera? I, I just, I might have just completely I didn't do messed up research. his name. No, it's a, uh, Oliver. Uh, anyway. Truth the, is, I don't even like watching I'll Chef's look it table. Up. <laughs> I think it's boring. <laughs> Give me a holiday baking challenge any day of the week <laughs> on wow. Food Network. Well, I enjoy it. <laughs> so fun. Puyol's rates, I think, number 11 right now. Give and, me chopped. And Quintonil is 23. And so we went to Quintonil first. We did both of these on the same day because monday they were closed and we couldn't go and we only had one day yeah we were leaving at 11 a.m so this there was no other option and like honestly like and we've done this once before we shouldn't have done peru and because it ruins the second restaurant like it was the same way at um, astrid and gaston in peru and now it was the same thing at puyol i don't know how good it was because we were just like when we got to the restaurant for dinner at puyol i was stuffed yeah like not just like oh i could eat like i'm not hungry but i could eat i was like i'm full as hell yeah <laughs> like so let's talk about quintanil first if we're saying it. yeah so people are gonna make fun of me so we saw the chef so and coolest his, part they open yeah. at one the chef comes out opens the door to go pick up his daughter with his daughter who's wearing a chef's outfit yeah it was adorable she was like maybe like two years old and then um his wife was there and then they were having a we're like having a business meeting in the middle. Yeah, so we got to see him like eating there with his family, and that was pretty cool. Um, but it's a it's a really cool atmosphere. So he worked under Puyol at Puyol for a while, and then he did a stint at Noma, and then came back and opened up this place probably five or six years ago. Um, you could see a lot of Noma in just the plateware, the way he plated things, and the and the atmosphere yeah like it was very earthy and like tall ceilings and wood paneling and like it just felt like upscale but casual yeah and intimate yeah very but open like because with the tall ceilings like it it, it had a very noma vibe the lighting was perfect like noma like very rarely do you go to a restaurant like that and the lighting is like yeah normally you go and it's really dark ideal for instagram it's more romantic but it didn't feel like glaring light like it was very comfortable especially for lunch no it felt like you were out in nature like natural lighting absolutely yeah 
And so, so you have a couple options here. You can either do the tasting menu or you do an a la carte. So it's one of those restaurants, and there haven't been that many that we've gone to on this level where you have the choice. Most everyone that does the tasting, we the people next to us actually did the a la carte. I think if we were going to go back and we were going to do two in one day, we should have done the a la carte. But I don't regret that because everything was so good. It's hard to say. It but they also so- had a tasting that um, had like wine and beer and hard alcohol. I think did Noma? No, Noma didn't do that. Most of them do that. Alcohol, but I like when they do that um, where they get. But I didn't do the, the. Most of the tastings they now, like when you go to these places, it'll say a wine pairing, but they'll throw in a sake or a beer. Yeah. So I didn't do the pairing, else. but I got the co- cocktails a la carte and they were the best cocktails I've ever had at any restaurant of this caliber. Yeah. Well, Yeah. I'd say so. They were they were amazing. Like, just, like, and they were all made with mezcal and tequila for the most part, so that didn't hurt because that's my favorite. And, uh, but yeah, it was great. So it was a 12-course tasting, and it was very, so it was only Mexico, like, ingredients from Mexico. Very cool um, kind of showcasing the Mexican diaspora, like, all of Mexico. Very cool. I thought the tasting was incredible. What were some of your favorite dishes? Um, I really liked their, they had this one dish that was like these tiny pieces of sweet potato. And they were like almost like in like balls, like, you know, like Israeli couscous style balls. Um, and that was really good. Um, they had a mole, which, you know, after having Puyol's mole, um, definitely preferred Puyol's mole because they do this madre mole where it's, what, 25 years old, I think. Um, but this one was really solid before having had that one. And they served it with some sourdough. And that was yeah delicious. And after having, like, a lot of tortillas, like, I was down for some real bread and you could sop up the mole with that. Mm. So that was really good. I also like the first dish, which was called Welcome Home, which was just a traditional. Yeah. Just tortillas. Ta- yeah. And then it, it had a. Like um, a build your own taco. And it had a, it had a bean. Um, a bean paste with ants. No, no. That had. That had no, sorry. Uh, that was in the salsa. That had. Uh, what's the. Oh, the huilacoche. Yeah, huila The corn coche, fungus. Which I love. So it's basically. It kind of tastes like a blue cheese because it's fungus, but. It's so like a really rich, deep flavor that mixes well with the beans. They gave us some homemade salsa. They gave us like a really hot paste made out of ants. Yeah, and that was like super hot, but it was delicious. They also had a bite that was like a puffed blue corn tortilla that was filled with um, crab. Cra- well, filled with like mushrooms and then topped with crab. And it reminded me a lot of the truffle explosion at Alinea. And it was my probably my favorite, favorite bite. Oh. So my favorite thing, they had they made a cactus salad soup kind of thing. It was a cactus ceviche, I guess. And I don't know. I just really like cactus. I had it once with uh, Tim in San Francisco. And it's just so refreshed and like kind of has like a little acid taste to it. So good. I love that. But my favorite, absolute favorite dish was they did a fish. I think it was sea bass. Mm-hmm. It was. And they made it with a soup made it, like it was like a tortilla soup and then they had the um like a fish, crispy skin. fish skin on top that was so that was 
incredible. And then for dessert, we had a cactus sorbet as like a palate Love cleanser, that. and then like an apple. Um, Buttermilk ice cream. Yeah, that one was just okay. I like that one. I thought I thought that dessert was probably their weakest point. Well, it was kind of. It was weird they only had one dessert. Yeah, but it was lunch. They might do more for dinner. I, I don't think so. I think it's, I think the, it's same. the same. Yeah, I do like it. I mean, I was happy in this case just because we had so much more to eat that day. But yeah, normally I do like at least two or three yeah. desserts. Uh, but it was really, really exceptional. And our service there was the Amazing. kind of service where we haven't had everywhere, where it's like sometimes it can be a little colder, um, which we'll get now to. These people were like here polio. to like make you feel at home and welcome. And I, I've never seen this anywhere else. So like the, our waiter would be like, have you ever had, I forget what they call the ants. Yeah. It's like. Chaka. Yeah. It's whatever they call it. The But um, he was like, have you ever had that? And you're like, we'd be like, no. And he would bring it out like this little like. You know, where the ants are all like dried in this little box, like almost like going to like a museum and he'd show us and like, he was like, have you ever had cactus before? And they brought out the cactus and the cactus fruits and like let you touch it and smell it. Yeah. And uh, like, that was such a cool element. It felt very educational. Yeah. And like, but, and so friendly, like so beyond friendly, like the servers who came out were like, all Like you were there to learn and about Mexico and in the most delicious way. And that's, that's what we like to do. Like that's our tourism is... There's no better way to learn about a culture than to eat their food. A couple people tried to walk in for lunch. Yeah. And they were turned away. Yeah, they're like, oh, should we try this place? And yeah. we were just like, uh, that's <laughs> just, not how that's Because we were out there out. waiting for them to open at one. And like, I was like, oh, I don't know if we need a reservation. And it's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, you needed yeah, one three months ago. So then we didn't have that long in between. So basically, like, we wrapped up there at like 3 p.m. Yeah. And our dinner was at 6.30. So I made a deal with you. I was like, we're going to take an Uber back. By the way, the Ubers were super... Don't take a taxi. Take Ugh. an Uber. Yeah, we got raped on a taxi. <laughs> the the Ubers were like $6 from the airport. Like, ridiculous. And then we took one taxi like five minutes, and it was $50 or something. Yeah, he completely raped me. <laughs> he just lied, and we were like, okay. It wasn't 50 bucks, but it was 25 Yeah, whatever. It was um, a lot. So I made a deal. I was like, we're going to take an Uber back, take a quick nap, and then we're going to... Um, we'll walk back to Puyo because Puyo and Quintanilla are like five minutes from each other walking. Um, so we did that. But then we were kind of like running late so we had to book it. Like we yeah. were, we had to speed walk and like I'm in my fancy dress. It was dress, a 50 minute walk. And, we're, we, and it was, I'm glad we did it because I would have felt even worse if we hadn't yeah. did it. Hadn't done that rather. So I'm, I'm glad we did. So it was good to walk and even though we got there I was a little sweaty, super thirsty. Um, so Puyo is in, it's got to be the fanciest neighborhood of I don't know what that was, but yeah, it's the neighborhood that has all the, uh, you know, the Pradas. Yeah, and exactly. That type of stuff. I wish we would have spent more time over there. <laughs> that part of town reminded me of um, the place where we stayed in um, Berlin, where you ran your marathon. Like a uh, little bit more Americanized, but like, yeah, like the fancy shopping part of town. Yeah. With like wide streets. And the so they had just redone Puyol two years ago. It had a very cool vibe. Super Ooh. cool. Um, they have like this like pond outside, like it, and we it was nighttime, so everything looked kind of like shimmering and like sexy. Like yeah. it had a very like sexy, it was modern, vibe. modern, like yeah. no art on the walls. But it's they had a big. metal statue. I'm, very big. It's a different from any other um, restaurant like of the top twenty fives that we've done. In that, like it, the interior while it was cool, it felt more like your average cool restaurant with like. I mean, they had it must have had like at least eight. eight I don't know. Maybe not I that think many. Was, 50 tables? No. I've, it probably sat 100. 
but most of these places sat 50. Yeah, 50, it was it was much bigger. Or 36. And they have the bar where you can do the taco tasting at the bar. Yeah, so you have basically two sat options. Like, what, you have 20? you you do a 10 course taco tasting at the bar or you do the tasting menu at your seat and you have two options for the tasting menu. You can either do a corn tasting or a sea tasting, so seafood. And they let you pick base like not everyone at the table has to do the same one so Yvonne did the corn and I did the C yeah. look how far I've come <laughs> I chose the corn <laughs> I thought Sometimes the corn would be the way to go but um, I think Jason's was better actually I so there was a couple it was kind of there's like, a couple of super standout dishes mm-hmm. I think overall I like twin toenail better because there was it was just consistently like dish after dish. You're like, wow, this Agreed. is awesome. This is awesome. This is awesome. I thought there were more, it was more ebbing and flowing at Puyol, but they had two of my favorite dishes. One, I've already done my top five of the year. That's I good. worked on that yesterday. Yeah. And one of them was from Puyol. I'm not going to say which one, but there were, there were two I outstanding. I which one. The carrots. <laughs> False. You'd be okay. right. So there were a couple ones that were outstanding to me. I really so we should talk about the mole first. The mole was outstanding. So they they basically have a mole, which is chiles and chocolate that they mix together and they slow simmer and cook for a long amount of time. And this one they take they have the mother mole, which they basically take the the original and they just keep adding to it day after day. And this was day two thousand. 57. Yeah, I said it was like 25 years old. That's not right. It was like five years old or, yeah. or seven. What was it? We Six. Six, yeah. So, so yeah. Not, not 25, but still but pretty, still pretty, pretty damn cool. old And mole. every day, so it changes a little bit every day because they keep on adding to it. That mole was freaking incredible. And then they serve it, like that's in the middle, and then around it is the newer mole. Which they make every day. Which is just made daily. And then you kind of like, you know, you have a little of each, and then you kind of mix them together. Yeah. Um, and they serve that with both blue and white. Tortillas, yeah, with, with corn tortillas. tortillas. Amazing. That was, I mean, that's the most famous dish there, and it's freaking incredible. Yeah, that did not disappoint. <laughs> like, I could eat that right now. It sounds so good. The other one that I really loved. Which I've been hungry to appreciate. The octopus. It. Yeah, your octopus was really which good. They and mix, I don't even usually care too much for octopus. Yeah, so perfectly cooked octopus, but then they put it, and I thought it was a barbecue sauce, but as I was kind of researching, it's a paste made out of chiles and crickets. Or grasshopper. It's grasshopper. So they they make this paste and they paste it all over the whole thing and then they grill it and it it was so good. Like it had the perfect amount of spice and they served it with a little carrot um, mousse that you kind of dipped it in. That dish was exceptional. Like one of the coolest octopus dishes I've ever had. I think the best one on the corn was the one they had a paste of um, huila coche, and I forget what else was in the paste, but then it was covered with truffles. Oh, that one was and then served, that one was fantastic. Yeah, and served with tortillas. Like that was second probably to the mole for me. Um, beyond the desserts, I thought they had they had the best exceptional. Like cannot stop thinking about them desserts. So we so when we get through the tasting, this was a they take us. They're like, do you want to have your last one in the garden? And Jason was like, yeah, I just want to get out of here. And normally I'd be like, yes, like let me linger in the garden and have a cocktail. But we were so full, we were like, like so unpleasant and tired. There. And like we Which were just sucked like. Because it was such a cool. I know. And that's why it's bad. Like, you know, it's good that we got to do both. It's good we got to do the full tastings at both. But like it's also bad because we're not in the right mindset, especially by the end. Yeah. Like we were like. I want to go back and do the taco, um, the yeah. taco bar. 
So we go out to this courtyard, which is lovely and great. And what we were just like, hurry it up. But they brought this really good palate cleanser, ginger sorbet, which was yeah. delicious. It I was did ginger, eat. banana, and yeah. uh, something else. And like you could have like the strands of the ginger in it. It was like, exceptional. I did finish that. Um, and then we, Jason had, you know, it was our anniversary in a week, yeah. which to be honest, we usually so say we it always is, say, even if it isn't. Uh, tip always say it's your anniversary or birthday because sometimes they give you additional yeah. things which is what they did here we got yeah. a we got a almond cake with a raspberry sorbet which was freaking delicious that was like your favorite dessert i ate so i was Maybe. so full i ate almost all that and then i ate almost all of yours which i loved i loved your dessert and i liked yours better so yours was um or mine was like a corn cake with like a banana right it was a corn cake with like a banana sor- sorbet and like a brulee piece of sugar on top yeah yours was delicious and then jason's had a matcha tamale with like a some kind of sorbet i don't know but the matcha yeah. tamale was incredible yeah the desserts were fantastic and then and then and then <laughs> they bring out a churro we were like oh fuck. the most delicious churro you've ever had i almost ate all of that and it was so good well i had just been thinking like the day before when we had a churro at some you know random chain place it was fine I was just hungry, but um, I was thinking like, you know what would make the churro better if it were undercooked? Like, undercooked I don't like how it's, I don't like how, yeah, it's like too tough and kind of too crunchy. Well, that's what, that's exactly what was placed before us. Like a thinner, doughier churro. It was so good. I had the tiniest bite and I have a lot of regrets, but I couldn't, I couldn't do any more I, than I what more I did. I and I was like, I might throw up, but it was so worth it. It was beautiful. I, so. Best churro I really enjoyed Puglio. Like it's. It's hard to say. I would want to go back. Like, I think we liked Quintano better because it was... Well, we were fresh and... Yeah. We also... I was drunk as hell by the time we left. I had, like, three cocktails. But I'm going to remember that mole and the octopus. Like, yeah. It would be good to go back and just do that and, one, like, yeah. not eat breakfast or lunch. Just have that. Um, save yourself. But, yeah, the taco bar also, I got to see everything they were having because I was facing them, and that all looked really good, too, but... Definitely recommend both of them and recommend Mexico City and Puerto Vallarta both. Yeah. And it's like I was telling Yvonne today, like it's so once you get down there, it's really cheap. Like you can have a you can eat super well every day for like five bucks. Yeah. And even these tastings are cheaper than. Yeah. The tastings were 150 bucks each somewhere around there without alcohol. And that's like unheard of yeah that it's almost half less than half the price of a regular one of the same caliber and quality so like just get if you can get a cheap plane ticket to Mexico city like you can spend you can do it cheap and it's so good so good so i highly recommend everyone go don't let the people who watch fox news tell you it's dangerous because it's not thanks wayne <laughs> All right. Do we oh, want to do the best thing we ate this week, or do you think we've already covered it? Um, I went to Chipotle last night. <laughs> <laughs> he said he's gonna go to Chipotle every night this I'm week. I'm like a. I'm gonna have to take a break from Mexican food? from tortillas. Oh, from tortillas? I don't know. I feel like I'm on the tortilla now. Give me more tortillas. Like, I bought you all those at Whole Foods. I thought you'd want to keep the magic going. Well, I do, but I need some real bread now for a bit. Yeah, that's true. I think we're gonna go to Kebab J and get some lunch. Haven't had that in a long time. So best thing you ate, you haven't said in Mexico. Of the whole trip? Of the whole trip. Probably the mole from Puyol. Ah. You think it's going to make your top five? 
that I don't know. We, we've done a lot of good eating this year. It was really hard. This was the hardest year that we've done because we went, we went to Blue Hill. We went to Noma. We went to El Salvador de Canroca, Enigma, places in Scotland and England. And then we went to Alinea, Schwa, and then we just went to Puyo and Quintanil. So I've already told you that Schwa probably has like two things that are going to be on my list. Yeah. That's crazy. I I loved Schwa. It was it was really hard for me to I do like Schwa more than the top Linnea, five like, restaurants the and the top five dishes this year. Yeah, for me. So it was the best thing you ate in Mexico. It was, so I think it was a toss up, but I really liked the octopus. The octopus was a wow. surprising magical thing for me. From Puyo, what was the? Was there was there a tie? A tie. I thought you were saying it was a toss up. Well, and the mole. I oh. mean, the mole was really good i'll say a close second was all the guacamole that luis made us yes at Casa Top Sheen. i mean you just can't i wish i could make guacamole i mean this was like in that. a vat I don't have the magic like just imagine i also don't have the money like you should it was like a mixing bowl like just to have that yeah, much guacamole just imagine like the whole it was like double what the guacamole at chipotle like their vats two of those vats yeah. just there just for a snack because they're constantly making it only you like you know eat. one million times better too yeah it was so freaking good oh my god so good well, we had a good couple of weeks. Yeah. Sorry we didn't pod last week, but it was Thanksgiving and we were in Mexico. But now we got some great people coming up. Yeah, lots of guests on the docket. So, um, everyone, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I think you should say what you're thankful for before we go. Like, okay, okay, does your family... I hate when my family knows this. Oh, so God, like, it was awkward. Everyone say what you're thankful for. But only like two people did it, and then people just started eating. The people were My brother was like, I was thankful I found my draw on the back nine. Like, if I didn't. Yeah, that's enough of your brother for one year. <laughs> um, yeah. He was blacked out, to be fair. I'm thankful for you and all the great places you've taken me. I'm thankful I found Jesus this year. Amen. No, I'm thankful for my bay monkey. That's you. And it was good to see our sons. We hadn't seen them in two, in a week. We got them back. Yeah. And, and it's got... great to not have dogs. I get why people don't. It was a nice vacation from them, but you can't really compare having a dog to not having a dog. Yeah, they're good people. I just miss dogs. Like the whole time we were in Mexico, I was like, this would be even better if there were a dog here. Uh, the other thing, the stereotype of everyone having a chihuahua. It's true. It's true. They all have chihuahuas. <laughs> But yeah, I'm, just, I'm thankful. And uh, Stallion Pancake's doing pretty well, I think. We keep growing year after year. So hopefully we'll be able to provide you guys, keep providing you content and hope you, you all like it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Thankful for our listeners. It's uh, Cyber Monday tomorrow. <laughs> Which and is like, why do we still have that phrase? Like, who says cyber? First of all, it's like, want a cyber ASL? <laughs> so if you I want a cyber about. ASL tomorrow with Stallion Pancake, <laughs> Why don't you buy yourself a nice stallion pancake, t-shirt, mm-hmm. hoodie, socks. We've got it all. It's not on sale. But support the pot. You should definitely support buy the it. pancake. If you like what you're listening to. Small business just, Monday. Yeah. We don't make any money. It's nice. We want to buy equipment for the pod so we don't have to. We're just here sitting here sweaty here. and starving, giving you content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, wrap the shit up. I need some kebab, Jay. All right, everyone have a great week. Mole Madre.